welcome to the Bottled Soccer Talk podcast. Uh, this is Bottled Soccer Talk number 61. My name is Nestor. I'm joined here by Henry. It's two guys, two mics, two pints. It's that soccer radio hour. What's going on, man? Chilling, man. Um, you know, just enjoying some good qualifiers right now. Currently got... Uh, Good-ish. Uh, well, I love I love goals. I just hate when it's El Salvador getting scored on. Currently watching Canada versus El Salvador. Um I think Mexico, we should run that as soon as it's back on. They, they just went to halftime, currently uh, losing 1-0 to Panama. Um, and that's really been the story of World Cup qualifiers, huh? For CONCACAF, yeah. The, um, no one's playing well. No one's being exceptional. Uh, Mexico got two wins by barely two one uh, zero wins. And uh, currently losing 1-0 to Panama. The uh, United States draws two times. And uh, yeah, no, no one's really looking like like the favorites. I mean, obviously Mexico's handling business as they have to, but they're not really impressing. Yeah, no. and being the you know one of the two top teams, it's kind of uh, kind of disappointing. There's really no top dog currently. That's the thing. I mean, you can you know point to past accomplishments, but just today, right now, this month, I don't think there's a, a great team in this uh qualifiers now what do you like what would be the main reason for that uh well let's face it both teams are a bit unlucky right now i'll in mexico's case i think they are missing great players that they don't have at their 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 disposal currently yeah um chucky who you know we hope to see back on the pitch soon suffered that mayor of an injury against uh trinidad and then um you know obviously jimenez and a few other players and the case is the same with the u.s um you know, first game they played without Pulisic, second they did, but then they lost Weston and Stefan's out. It's both teams have their fair share of tribulations, COVID protocols, shit like that. Um, I think that does play a role. And um, let's face it, a lot of a lot of the best teams, uh, their players mostly play in Europe, so they have to travel. Um, you know, the the other teams like um, you know, El Salvador, Panama, Costa Rica, Jamaica. Well, actually Jamaica, no, but. Costa Rica, they have to, you know, they have all their players nearby. I think that that also does play a, a role. And lastly, my thing is World Cup qualifiers. You can't, you can't underestimate teams in this tournament in particular because they're one step away from accomplishing their dream of making a World Cup. And when I say dream, it's like the countries like Honduras, El Salvador, Panama, teams that don't regularly make it. And I, in my, in my, you know, history of watching Concacaf, it's really hard to remember any team having an easy qualifying stage mexico has had their their troubles the u.s you know most notably even last world cup qualifying they they shat the bed so yeah that's that's world cup qualifiers man it's interesting like more time more often than not there are those those countries that tend to make it like mexico has i think like second most appearances in any world like out of any country uh so in in concacaf no in in the world well i mean they've made it more times than brazil has They've made it more times than most other countries, yeah. I, I think they're like third or fourth. I don't believe Top that. five, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, I guess because they could only pick one team from CONCACAF back then, maybe, or, you know, they're always getting well, top. It was, uh, it was expanded to 32 teams, like, pretty, for a good while. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, you expect teams like U.S. and and Mexico to, to make it regardless of how hard it is, you know, the, like you, you just figure that they'll. And as of now, they're currently making it. You know? Yeah. Well, we'll see what the results hold. 
because if the U.S. were to lose today, then they're in trouble, right? But um, even if they were to draw today or even win, they're still top four. And that's the key. We haven't discussed this in great detail, but uh, the fourth spot is going to play a playoff match against an Asian side for the final spot in the World Cup or hmm. one of the final spots. So I think whoever does get fourth place has a great shot at making the World Cup. Um, you know, you'd play a country like um, Qatar, maybe, you know, uh, Teams like that that are just fringe, and Qatar is in the Asia Games, by the way. And there, I know they're in the Middle East, but that's all conjoined. So it's con- yeah, it's conceded. it's a uh, interesting yeah. So I I still think that um, it's pretty cool that you know this is the first time ever four teams from Concacaf can be in the mix. Yeah, and uh, just to kind of clarify, yeah, Mexico's in fifth place as uh, it stands with uh, World Cup appearances yeah oh okay okay mm-hmm. yeah I mean when, um, when you're narrowed down to CONCACAF I expect them to make it every year but say if they were a South American team I doubt they, they uh, or a European team I doubt they make it that many times because the pool we, of, of teams I guess chosen that they per have? federation and no we're talking about history throughout history yeah yeah throughout history like say if they were a country in, in another region maybe that wouldn't be the case you know oh that's a yeah that's a moot point i don't i don't think that's worth discussing no because uh it, it that's not when you say they make the world cup each year that doesn't uh, necessarily point to their quality it also points to their circumstance because uh maybe some years they didn't have that great of a team but they're they're not from a great f- confederation let's face it um you know the u.s is i mean the u.s the concacaf is maybe the third maybe fourth best confederation you know uh so that that is something uh it is a valid point in my opinion I'd say third, yeah. But I don't, again, I don't think that really matters. I mean, it does. They, they've made it. It does. But my point is, if they were They can't, if they they can't were, be from somewhere else. Right, right. But I'm talking, because when you say that, um, it doesn't necessarily speak to the quality of the team. You know, like Australia can make it right, so yeah, many years. Yeah, but you just expect them to make it just because they're that much better than everybody else. In their that region. That they have been in their that region. much better. In their region. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, Australia can make it every year, too. They're from Asia, but that doesn't mean they're a great team. You know, that's the point I'm trying to make, especially for a team that's never made it past. What is it? The quarters or semis? I don't know. Um, Quarterfinals. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you can make it every year. But what do you do with it? That's the question. So um, all all I'm saying is they they make they make it. So, you know, you can talk about it being hard to make, mm -hmm. but you got to make it. Does it show you the list of the teams, the four teams above them? Because I'm sure it's they're all champions. Yeah, and that's my point, you know, like... Uh, well, Argentina, historically... That's more impressive teams. to me, because when you come out, if you, you have so many World Cup appearances and you're from either Europe or South America, now that's impressive. But when you're from a region that's not necessarily known for their football, that's expected, you know, especially for a, a country the size of Mexico and with the popularity of the sport, that's expected, you know. Yeah, um, I, I don't know why it's shit on Mexico hour, but... You know, Spain is up there with 15 appearances. Right. They, and that's, only, that's, they only just became World Cup champions. Right, right. Uh, England and they have, has, they've had a better team than any team in CONCACAF has ever had, you know, by for, far. To win the championship? To win the World Cup, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's probably the greatest team ever. Uh, England's up there as well with 15 appearances. Haven't been champions in fucking 50 years now. Right. I mean, 60 now almost. And, uh, yeah, I mean, going back to the qualifiers, uh, no one's really impressing. Yeah. Uh, so, U.S., I mean, they have their full team besides Weston, right? 
by mm, now? No, Zach Steffen is out. Um, Yunus Musa, uh, a few other players, but um, it, it's not other really than about. Steffen, are they really starting? Zach is Steffen a, is a starter. Wes McKinney is a starter. Than, other than Steffen is a Pulisic, Musa starting. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, Pulisic, he's a starter? Yeah, he's a starter. Hmm. He's a starter. You can check some of the U.S. media, and when they post their full 11, Musa is one of them. He's been injured since last year or like uh, early this year. So um, that, that doesn't matter. That's not an excuse. I don't think that's a valid excuse because we were able to win the, the Gold Cup with a damn near C team so um, or a B team if, if you want to be more gentle about it. Uh, but yeah, that's not an excuse. I think it's just a matter of, uh, of being a bit unlucky because uh, they played a good game against Canada. We're, we're leading in the match, unfortunately gave up a goal shortly after. And then against El Salvador, they had the clear chances. They just couldn't put them away. Uh, but that's kind of how the U.S. was playing in, in the last two tournaments. They weren't scoring a lot of goals. They were kind of just barely getting by. And um, there's been much to say about Greg Berhalter and how much of the blame is on him. There's, some, I think, some accountability there. But um, the, the truth is that the style that he's trying to implement, I don't think, uh, is cohesive with the way CONCACAF is played. Unless you're playing a, another side that plays similarly. Um, an example, Mexico. Um, you know, but other teams, they're going to definitely park the bus, hit you on the counter, things like that, you know, so it's something interesting to look at, but I, I'm not too worried for either team, either, even if Mexico were to lose tonight, people are going to make a mountain out of a molehill over it, but it's like, dude, three games in, 12 games left, this, this tournament goes into next season, or next year, sorry, so, I mean, it's very early. How many games, it's 10 games, right? Um, no, I think it's more than that, if I'm not mistaken, um, but uh, I think it, I think it all matters at this point. Uh, it's too early. It, I mean, it's the, too they early just started to, to to be overreactionary for sure. But yeah. it's not too early to to start pointing out flaws. Um. Yeah. Uh, you mean, have a small you, sample you, size for you, sure. Yeah, you have to look at the flaws. I mean, three games. That's let's say it's a twelve game qualifier. It is. Yeah. That's a quarter of that's a quarter of the games. Right. Right. Yeah. So, there's there's three three matches in each window. Yeah, played in ten games. By the way, that plays a big role. So the teams with depth are the ones that are going to benefit the most. So, so it is only ten games. Ten games left, or the to- the totality of the tournament is twelve games. For, uh, but if you're talking about uh, games left after today, no, including today, I think it's ten. Yeah. Um, I'm checking that right now just to make sure because I don't want to fuck that up. But they can whoever's listening can look into it too. We don't gotta hold their hand all the time. Um, you <laughs> well, know, yeah, it's our responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing we can't ed- we can't be educators either. You know, gotta meet us halfway. <laughs> um, shit, it doesn't fuck this. I guess I should have known this. Let's just assume it's twelve games. It a quarter of the games really passed after today. Yeah. Um, getting oh come on. Uh, getting, you know, two losses or three losses out of the first three, that, that leaves you kind of a, a tough predicament because the games aren't going to get easier and the players are going to get more tired as their seasons progress as well. You might get injury, uh, injury so you want to collect as much points as possible. And I feel like the points that U.S. missed out on against uh, um, uh, Salvador and, uh, uh, who was it, Canada? Yeah. I feel like... The, the, yeah, they were obviously the better team, but those are points that they're going to be missing out on in the future. Yeah, man. 
I think any any team who draws is always going to feel that way, you know, no matter yeah. what the opposition is. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they didn't lose, you know. So if you want to, you could look at I it half class full, sil- half, sil- class half empty. Um, yeah, the El Salvador game was an away game. It's hard to win in the Cuscatleca, uh, re- regardless if you're great or not. And, you know, the teams, especially in, the, in front of a home crowd, play really hard. And there's no shame in that. I think Donovan was pointing to that. It's like people were mad at the El Salvador result. It's like... Then maybe you haven't people haven't watched as much World Cup qualifiers as they should, but a lot of teams struggle away. That's what this whole thing is known for, you know. Um, yeah, so, I think the distance uh, traveling between those countries is is a lot more distance, what? and sometimes even the conditions, you know, whether it be weather or Elevations. altitude, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a few. How, how much balls. of a difference do you think it makes, though? I I would I don't have a barometer to mer- uh, to like measure it with I guess but yeah. it, it definitely does make a difference it definitely makes more of a difference than you know playing every game at home like which the U.S. has the benefit of in in these tournaments like Nations League and Gold Cup things like that so it is a tougher scenario I think especially for a very inexperienced team like the U.S. very young team um, now teams that have more veterans I think they have a, a more experience and they know how to approach these kind of games. I think uh, with these kind of games, you can't be cute. You have to try to play rugged, very, you know, physical. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of players like Gio Reyna, Sargent, a few other guys, they haven't been able to quite adapt to that kind of style. Pulisic even sometimes, although he's gotten better over time, and by the way, was the, the, high, the highest rated player on, on the pitch for that Canada game. I think it, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be tough for, for a lot of these teams. You know, it's, it's going to be a close margins all around. It's been rare to see more than a three-goal margin. Today we see, you know, Canada. I think it's the most goals out of the whole qualifier. There's been more goals scored, but I mean, they're getting there if they score a fourth or a fifth for sure. Because Panama scored four on uh, Jamaica, I believe, or it might have been three actually. It was three, yeah. Yeah, but in total goals, it was four, including Jamaica's goal, right? So far, yeah. Yeah. Um, So I mean, it's gonna be interesting. Because they drew zero zero with. uh, Oh wait, no. Yeah, they drew zero zero with Costa Rica. Yeah, it's interesting. And Costa Rica kind of stinks too. They're pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, they're out, they're they're on a downward trend. That kind of shows how unpredictable the whole thing is, and it's you can't really use transitive property in in this. Uh, in any sports, I don't think. It, you can go by it, but it's not wise. It doesn't always come to fruition. Yeah. It's not yeah. an exact, uh, you know. Triangle theory rate. doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it's not absolutely true, but there is some truth to it. Sometimes, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, for Costa Rica, I mean, they had a pretty decent generation. I would say like eight years ago or so, and yeah. all those guys have fizzled out. I mean, when your best player and by far best player is your keeper, you got some problems, man. It's yeah. kind of like Slovenia right now. Well, in my opinion, you know, it's it's a crazy it's a crazy outlier because Kaylor is the best keeper to ever come out of this region ever, in my opinion. Uh, better yeah, than Tim Howard, better than Ochoa. I don't think that's outrageous to no, say. And it's not, yeah. and that's why it's kind of hard Champions to compare leagues. like their best player ever, you know. To, to that standard yeah, would be crazy. At, he's better at being a goalkeeper than any of the other players are at whatever they do, like I, by far. I think he's one of the best ever to come out of CONCACAF, like point yeah, blank. Yeah, you can, yeah. That's so, so like, that's why like we're comparing a generational player in, in terms of the federation, not only the nation even. It just sucks that he happens to be a keeper for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, shit, it's crazy. Though. You know, they've had like Brian Ruiz and, and uh, Joel Cambit, and in the past they had Juan Chope. Juan Chope. Mm-hmm. Players like that, but... Mm-hmm. They've never been a crazy good football footballing nation, but they won over a lot of hearts that one year. I want to say was it two thousand ten? Fourteen, I believe. Yeah, um, and they, they you know they played really well. 
and then that's like I guess what you want to see from Concacaf, and I feel like iron sharpens just, iron. Just the like other teams that happen to come up. So right now, when when Costa Rica is going down, uh, El Salvador is going up, and you Fair see Panama yeah. playing good football. Um, Honduras is like they're always up and down. Yeah. Same thing with Jamaica. They they have certain generations that are okay. So they, they may, like, skip every other World Cup where they're a threatening team. Right now, they're kind of middling. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a very tough group. There's a lot of even teams, you know? Yeah, and then obviously Canada right now is, is you know, trying to become the, the big three instead of just the big two in uh, CONCACAF because they don't generally make the World Cup either. No, no, they've they they're they're going through their own golden generation right now. This is the best Canadian side we've ever seen. And they're not that great though. I mean, I I I don't think um in terms of depth and like evenness throughout the whole squad, but in terms of individuals, yeah. they have some cracks. They have know, some pretty top good, players. Some pretty good players. Obviously, notably Alfonso Davies, Jonathan David, Junior Hoylet, who's kind of more of a veteran now, but they have they have guys who've been in Europe for the, their whole careers almost. Um, and uh, it's crazy, you know. Uh, you, you didn't see that out of Canada before, um, but uh, yeah, it's interesting. And that's that's the Concacaf. You know, it's a roller coaster, but collectively, the the federation is improving a lot. And it's it because is, yeah. of ball nationals, if we're honest. I mean, for teams like Jamaica, El Salvador, and other teams. You and know? are the guys that are uh, dual nationals for for Jamaica, like Mikel Antonio and uh, Leon Bailey? When are they going to join? Are they are eligible uh, for the next? I think they're eligible already, but uh, some of them actually even made the the camp. But they they just I think it's hard to 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 um, acclaim yourself into Concacaf. And I think that and uh, probably some COVID protocols. COVID protocols. Man, the manager right now is getting a lot of heat for Jamaica. I think he's going to be the next manager sacked from this uh, eight you know eight team uh, lineup because uh, they've been very underwhelming. I don't know. Thought that the Martino's on the hot seat. Well, anytime ah. Mexico don't win, you always hear uh, <laughs> some, some yeah. rumors like and that. And that's a good sign from a, a fan base and the media to some extent because it shows holding, the seriousness. Holding them accountable. Yeah. But Mexico it's very and overreactionary. The media is very overreactionary. And very that's what fickle. I fear. Yeah, that's what I fear with the U.S. They're becoming that, but a lot of people want that because that's the standard. Well, that it's been there long enough. Oh, That's the problem. Uh, yeah. Well, even Tata has been there for a good while. He's been there a good while, too. But Tata had that really impressive record. Um, let's be honest. Greg Berhalter inherited a shitstorm. Uh, we're talking about a team that did not make the World Cup. For, for who the U.S. is, that's a big deal. Um, so I have to give him some credit. He's won, We've won silverware with him. Um, albeit some people wanted to be more dominantly. I, I totally get that. Uh, but, you know, the guy is not terrible. Um, can he improve in some I things? I think... Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, I'll, I'll push back on that and say he's benefited a lot from great individual talent that's come up over the last two, three years. And I and I think, um, to be fair, so have many other nations. So the, the, the playing field has also been raised as well. It's not just the U.S. got better. The competition has gotten better as well. Um, Mostly with Mexico and and Canada in particular. Yeah, um, but always, those are the Mexico biggest has always been like the, the you know that problem. And like we just said, Canada's going through their own golden generation. So they're benefiting from that. I don't know if their manager is doing any good because when those guys don't play, they're not good. Well, that's the thing. Like, you need your best players available. And yeah. and uh, right now, I think uh, a lot of the European players for the U.S., they play a very different style to what a lot of the MLSers play. And that can be the same for Liga Mekis and uh, European players. But it's just... Um, 
It's, but the, that team is very Europe heavy anyway. Uh, which the Mexico or the U.S. U.S. Yeah, yeah, and and that that doesn't necessarily mean a lot. We've always been relatively Europe European. You know, we had some, you know, even going back to the Klinsman era. But now more than ever, for sure. Um, but I I, uh, I understand why people say Greg Berhalter out, but I don't I don't necessarily agree with it. What a slide tackle. That's dad, huh? Um. Oh yeah. Oh, fuck. As as a uh, you know, as as long as he keeps winning his trophies, uh, I don't mind. Stepdad. Well, that's that's new for you guys. Yeah, we've never won any trophy before. Well, before, for him. before this year. For him. No, I mean he he was pretty successful at Columbus Crew. Oh, uh, oh I mean, uh, I'm on a national stage, I mean, Columbus. Yeah. Crew. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, we'll see what happens. I think for sure, if he doesn't, if he doesn't manage to improve the situation. Which I'm looking forward to the Endurance match later. The one thing that I guess I can knock... Well, a couple things is uh, just figuring out a way to to improve. And I know it's hard when teams sit back. Uh, That's a foul. It's hard when teams sit back, but also rotations and uh, subs and stuff, it's been kind of lacking for him. Yeah, and it's hard, too, when you play uh, a match every three days on the international stage which is very uncommon and the other teams are playing the same circumstance I know, I know and and that's the thing other teams don't make subs sometimes but people don't use that same critique because they don't have the same depth that the u.s has people will be like oh he's well, on the, the bench he's on the bench the he's on the bench sub. what is greg berhalter doing um but yeah no we have to keep in mind that other teams don't have the same depth as the u.s so like you know yeah people want to get mad at the subs not being done quick enough Pep, Pep Guardiola is notorious for that as well, by the way. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that's necessarily a problem. Nobody knows their players more than their own manager. So I have to give them the benefit of the doubt. Now, when, when games start become, you know, becoming out of hand and we start losing and it's because of subs, then I understand the uproar. But I think people need to calm down a bit. It's a game every three matches. Players are playing 90 minutes at a time. Um, I think his his technique or his um, thought process is I'm gonna play this player the whole game. He's not gonna play the next game. Today you're gonna see a massive roster change. I promise you. Um, Did they release it yet? No, uh, not yet. It could be out. Possibly I haven't tapped in. Uh, actually, it probably is out. Well, we'll be looking at that shortly. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think Greg Berhalter is taking the brunt of everything at the moment, and uh, as he should. As he should. Yeah, He's yeah. He's the fucking leader. He's the manager. Yeah, but it's overreactionary in my opinion. Like, if he would have lost both games, I understand it. He didn't lose, you know. Like, he not. drew very winnable games. I think. Uh, I think. Like I said, while you shouldn't be freaking out, you should be concerned a little bit. You should be kind of like raising your eyebrows a bit and like, okay, what's going on here? Ah oh, man, um, it's. Uh, I guess uh, it's it's funny for me uh, to me when rival fans say that. It's like. Why not? Why? Uh, no, because it's like, I don't know if you really mean that or you're just taking the piss, you know? Um, How cause, so? Because yeah, I feel like it's, um, I feel like the standard has been set so high now that it's kind of just trying to find something to clown on for the U.S. How is that clowning? Man, you're at, you hit me with three questions in a row. How is that clowning? It's like, obviously, we didn't win. So any chance we don't win, boom, boom, bombarded with the questions, with the critiques. It's like, okay, keep at it. It's not going to really change the situation. Um, no, no team is immune to critique. I'm just saying that, uh, like, I think if we're not perfect and win every game, the the critiques will always come out, you know. So that's the standard that has been set you now, should, even by you our should, rivals. You should actually look at look within yourself and critique the team, not not just like oh, I'm not gloss saying over and yeah, hold yeah. their hand and. And, and I never said they back. were a perfect team, but to say that oh they're in crisis or they should start worrying, that's 
bollocks for me. That, well, that's hyperbolic because I'm not saying that. Well, I mean, we should start raising our eyebrows. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to say because at one point you say you, should, you say you should be worried and then you kind of go back a little bit. You say, like, oh, you should at least raise your eyebrows. Yeah, you should be concerned I'm for calm. not winning two winnable games. They're not winnable games, brother. That's a good Canadian they're not, team. They're not winnable. Beating Canada is not a winnable game? Dude, they're a good team. They're better than you? Because yeah. when you say it's not a winnable game, that means that they're better than you. They're equal. And by and my think so? equal. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay, well then that's your opinion. I mean I'm looking at the if, uh, if they uh, if Mexico draws against Canada, I hope you have the same opinion. They're not. Yeah. They're not they're not on the same level. Hey. Totally then, not. Then Mexico should be winning. They should be smacking and, them. And uh, and then that's also ignoring the fact that that uh you drew against El Salvador. So are you gonna tell me that El Salvador is not a winnable game either? It's an away game in a tough environment so without 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 your best player. Yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> hey, man, like, I, honestly, like, I'm not going to lose the plot over two games that are draws. It's like, man, imagine that if that was always a standard. So it you should have to, be. So you have to win every single game. It should be because you're bragging game. about the silverware that you're getting. And we did. When we're, and currently, we are kings and, of CONCACAF. Yeah. Currently. And you're bragging about the silverware, so that sh- you should expect to win every game. And since we've gotten the silverware, we still haven't lost games. So why am I going to start crying about two it? Games. And that's my point. It's only been two games. Small sample size. Let's relax a bit, fellas. Like... It's not, it's not a, it's, the barn isn't on fire yet. I'm not saying that. And I've, I've said it like four times now. I'm not saying that. Well, now you are. In the beginning, you're like, you should start said, to worry. I said, I mean, you, should, I, I said you should be concerned. The, yeah, yeah. I said you should be concerned. I don't, and, and, I, and, and I don't feel I should, but you feel that I should feel concerned. So that's my, that's As a, funny a fan thing. of that, like, yeah, you, so you, you should be. You, yeah, you're a I would be concerned if my team drew twice and to they're about teams to lose. that I'm better than. And they're about to lose to a team that is, is better than them? Oh, I don't know if they're better than them, but they're losing, right? So, I mean, the game's not no, over like, yet. Well, they're on the road. They're not getting uh, outplayed. They're on the road. Yeah, they're, they're not, on the road. They're not getting outplayed. Suddenly, they're on the road. But when it's El Salvador, it's not a road game anymore, huh? But El Salvador is not better than U.S., and I'm saying yeah. that Mexico is outplaying Panama right now. And the, and the U.S. outplayed El Salvador. They had the clearer chances. But, you know, again, it's like wh- whatever you want to see, you'll see it, and fair play. You know, I yeah. think that's what I'm saying. No team is dominating the, the World Cup qualifying. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah so that's, why that's would what I worry? we're talking about. So why would I worry? So who, that's when you because tell Because you me, should want to. You uh, should want to be better. Uh, there's, yeah. there's plenty of criticism for Mexico. Of course. A- every team has some criticism. But what I ask you is, is like, who's the better? If, if I should worry as a U.S. fan, tell me who's better than them currently in CONCACAF. Maybe Mexico, but why should I worry? Even. If, if we still qualify for the World Cup, why should I worry? That's, that's the well, way I look at it. as of now, you're not. I'm not worried, bro. If we, were, if we lost the first two games, then I'd be worried. But we didn't, we didn't lose. But I get what you're saying. Like, if that's the standard where we need to win every game... And, and, and gap well, the, a, the next seven teams? That's that's the standard that you should hold yourselves to oh, is what man. I'm saying. I know, but... I'm not I, saying that... You, like, you obviously, you can't win every game. I'm a, re, I'm a realistic person. I know You can't, can't win every game, can, obviously. It's but, impossible. But this. the ones that you can win, you should win. You should want ah. to win them and not and not just, like, be, all right, I'm cool, I'm cool. And, and, I don't, and, I don't and, think it, it should be And you know what bothers me? What bothers me is that... And this is what would bother me, is if the games we, we should win, we lose. But the games we shoot, we should win. We drew. I can live with that. That's not. That's not a. It's not a big deal to me. Now, if that's the case in the last stretch in the in the final three games, and we're drawing back to back to back, I'll be worried for sure. A few draws in the beginning, while while the well, manager's the, trying I mean, to that, figure out the rotations. That stuff adds up. Of course, of course, that it's, stuff it's simple maths. Adds up. Yeah. Simple maths, but I mean, you know, as it stands currently, and not not taking into account today's results, the U.S. would qualify. If we're, if you know if we're gonna be just focusing on now, but that's that's my point. It's a long tournament. We still got a lot to go. If uh, they draw again today, how do you feel about that? 
I would start to be um, a little bit concerned. Okay. But even then, it's San Pedro Sula. What's that mean? Oh, that's the that's stadium? A, that's the Honduras stadium. It, it it's can, shitty, isn't it? it? It's a shitty stadium uh, with all due respect to the endurance. It's going to be a very similar circumstance to what we're seeing right now. I mean, Panama Stadium is okay, but I'm, I'm saying it's a tough game away. It's not. You, you can't come in there and expect to just blow them out of the water because at home in front of their fans, they're going to give it their all. And, and let's not forget when the team plays, it's kind of like when Alaves plays Madrid. They're going to fucking give oh, it their they're all. they're going to do everything they can to, Even shit to housing, play spoiler. So, yeah, and, so, and I feel like that's an underrated aspect of CONCACAF. Of football. Yeah, really? football in general. But, you know, I mean, the way that the... How, how much of a disparity there is between Mexico and the U.S. and the, the rest of the pool. When they play, it's like, wait, this game shouldn't be this close, you know? But it's just a passion, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, as a, as a fan, right? And as just knowing football... It's like you're better, man, <laughs> you know? And you're looking at your own team. And you're like, you, all right, man, you, this one's – you can't be losing this shit. But the way Mexico's been playing, I'm not really surprised. It's frustrating as fuck. You don't want to lose against Panama. Yeah, but – and then I said – I told this to you earlier today, and I, I genuinely felt this, um, is that Panama has actually been a good team, one of the better teams in the tournament, and surprising to me because I didn't know they were at this level. I forget that they have players in La Liga – they're actually playing really good. Not not only this game, but the past game. So it's going to be interesting to see where they finish up because I think the way they're playing, they're going to take that fourth spot. They might. Um, I don't think... I think they're much better than El Salvador just the way they play currently. They have the, They also have the physical side of it too, you know? Yeah. To keep in yeah, mind. They got, they got some athletes on that team. Yeah. So that combination is well, definitely... We were watching the El Salvador game and uh, you just got some undersized fellas on there. Yeah, definitely. That's, I mean, a, that's always been a thing. That's that, yeah. That's, and you know what's interesting though? That that's not the end of it. Like football doesn't end there. You don't have to be the biggest guys. But if you're going to be little, you got to be little wizards, you know? You got to be like your Iniesta's, Chavis, yeah, David Silva. That, that's another thing about El Salvador is a lot of those players uh they hold on to the ball a bit too long yeah and they get a little trigger happy once they get it on the edge of the box um and they just, they're just not precise man like flat out they just don't have not that. clinical yeah they don't have that so i mean taking all that into consideration well, it's a I tough mean, ask they're, they're kind of growing into where they're going to be and they're getting better it, it looks sure. like it look, i mean i would assume that el salvador would kind of keep it up for a good while be, just because of the dual nationals that don't make it for the u.s that those guys are going to be like all right well i'm a Head over like our boy Alexis. To, yeah, yeah. Head over to El Salvador, and that's just going to kind of keep the level to a pretty good, to so, a pretty good standard. Slowly, yeah, but so it's a lot like of work those to those do. little things are going to kind of put themselves together. Um, I wanted to ask you, and this is going to be like another kind of, uh, I guess, like a hot topic uh, within the men's U.S. And I know you know where I'm going with this. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mr. McKinney, uh-huh. Weston McKinney of Juventus. Uh, got himself into some hot water uh, over the last couple of days. He uh, broke protocol twice, apparently, mm-hmm. in this one break. Um, uh, how do you feel that? Well, one, how do you feel about the 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 reactions that we've been seeing online? Before I get to the reactions, I want to start with the punishment, and I want to say that I I backed the punishment. I think it was right to send him home, just for a lesson for himself. I think that's right. Yeah. I want to also say that there's some details that we don't know. And I don't know what it is. There's rumors that he may have slept with somebody's sister from the team or a staff member or some shit like that. If that's the case, I totally understand why there's been an overreaction. But if if people like Donovan, for example, and Taylor Twelman and a bunch of these uh, talking heads on ESPN, 
if, if you're going to grill him, have some introspection as well because you guys aren't that perfect either. Donovan showed up to a World Cup qualifying game hungover from a wedding. Albeit, <laughs> this was during a time where a global pandemic wasn't going on. These players like Donovan don't know what that feels like. Maybe they know it to some degree in their own professional life, but they don't know what it feels like to live in a foreign country for a whole year under those strict circumstances. Coming back to your home nation... And still having to be confined to a room. Kind of like a jail cell. I, I, I think that would be valid. Right. If he didn't do the same thing for the club that he was playing for. And the club that he was playing for, he threw a minor party at his own house. Oh. Oh, damn. Get in there. Golazo. Glorified tapping. Uh, Let's go with that, Gatito. Um, but, but yeah, the thing is, like, that wasn't that got blown out of proportion as well, by the way. It was, he was just at his house with 10 people that were people he knew. But uh, his neighbor snitched on him, and and that happened. Um, I think I think it's funny like for people to really come at him so hard like that for something so meager. Like this is something players do all the time. Phil Foden, Rashford did the same thing. I mean, sorry, Phil Foden and Greenwood did the same thing. And you know, it's it happens, man. Um, but for people to act like he just murdered somebody, it's 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 over the top. Like I said, if it was like the first time, okay, maybe. But it it's it's happened. Well, apparently he did it twice. This this week, yeah. Um, once in a, I guess he went to a bar in Nashville. It's kind of hilarious, like the the image. I just kind of see him like coming out kind of drunk with what, like a cowboy hat, like a ten gallon hat. Yeah. Uh, what's the issue with two with two baddies know. next to him? Yeah, I was the it's, issue. It's not a problem, but he has a responsibility for his team. I think he's one of the leaders of the team, if I'm not mistaken. He's one of the best players on the team as well. Yeah, that's that's the important that's a bigness. part. Yeah, um, and so. and so I mean, fuck, man, you can't exist. Basically, you can't exist among society anymore. Greg Berhalter was going on a jog outside in the public with no mask, no type of fucking disciplinary action, though, right? So what? So what? He's hanging out with people. I I work a job five days a week and two days at another place, and I see people all the time, no mask, but I don't get scrutinized. But I get it. He's a role model. He's on the big screen. People are going to shoot him to death. It's all good. Um, all I'm going to say is that in the end, it's going to hurt the U.S. more because his absence is a big deal. I don't have it's a, a bigger problem. deal than than uh, than it, I think we, we realized because uh, I think with McKinney, those two games. Did he play the first game? Mm, he played the first game, didn't play the last two. Okay, so. Okay, so he played against uh, El Salvador. El Salvador. Yeah. I think with the Canada game, he he would have been the difference. I I have no way of measuring that because it's really hard to tell. But any team that can add Weston McKinney is a big is a big add. So I mean, yeah, it's a big deal. Um, should he have known better? Totally. I I think. I think that's the problem. Um. Yeah, but I'm that not gonna. He knew I'm, better. I'm not gonna scrutinize him for it though. Because fuck, man! Like you're a you're a human. You got your own needs. You got your own mental health. You got people you need to see. You got you know your own stuff. But you know, in the current climate, whoever put the finger on them, I hope they're happy that they feel like they accomplished somebody something. Because you know, I promise you. Wow, that oh. was an offside. Oh wait. Uh, but anyways, uh, you know, something like that is uh, it is damaging to the team. Now, this is where the key part is. I don't know what the fine details are. And the, the, like I'm saying, the fine details that it has to do with the teammate or something, that's, that's murky waters, and I see, I see that side of it. And I think something like that did happen, by the way, because Burhalter did say there's some things that will not be commented on and will be left at that, and it's going to stay within the team. Now, will 
shit come out eventually, possibly. But I don't think it makes a difference, really, whether uh, it's someone's sister. or No, it, if it's stuff. just with a random, if he's just seeing a baddie that he knows from Tennessee, then I have no problem with that, man. But if it's if it happens to be somebody's sister, you can understand why somebody would be feeling some type of way yeah, about it. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's like interpersonal sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to have a hang up for what your sister does. Nah, but like that's strong of a hang up anyway. It's um, still not. It's not a pleasant thing, you know, to I know guess. that your your buddy, your teammate is like you know <laughs> doing stuff like that. I mean, are you really buddies if you see each other like once or twice a year? Um, I mean that's the thing is oh, that some it. of these guys grew up together, so sure. I mean, uh, um, yeah, it's. I, I just think uh, it's a. I mean, you just know your responsibilities, man. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm sure players around the world get away with this all the time. Currently, Brazilian yeah, of course, players. Of course, somebody dude. just had to be a, a bitch and fucking open their mouth yeah, straight up. Because Neymar, I'm sure, goes to a few bars when he's in Brazil. Same with the Argentinian players, wearing no mask. But yeah, COVID shamers in the U.S. They love this shit. Oh, you're not vaccinated. Oh, you're terrible. Oh, you're not wearing a mask. Oh, you're terrible. Oh, you're hanging around with people that may, you know. It's. I'm tired of this shit. Honestly, I can't wait for it to be over. And it's a shame that that's had to play a role in one of our best players not being with the camp anymore. And that's where I'll, I'll leave it at. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess I'm just more of the mindset that, like, I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just more of the mindset that he he does have a responsibility. I mean, it's not, it shouldn't be that, right? <laughs> I mean, we should, yeah. he's, if he's vaccinated, he's, he's cool, man. Uh, but... <laughs> I don't it's even know not, if he's it's vaccinated. Not sim- it's not that simple. Um, but uh, moving on from that, uh, anything else on Coca-Cola um, qualifiers or World Cup qualifiers? Um, no, I mean, some small developing news. It's not official yet, but Greenland may be joining CONCACAF in the next cycle. I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, they don't have a great team, but, you know, it'd be pretty funny to watch. Yeah, just more minnows. <laughs> More, more fodder, I guess. More, I more reason to make it meaningful to make it out of CONCACAF, right? <laughs> sure. Okay, no. Well, they're expanding the the World Cup to 48 teams. Right, right. Which is utter bullshit. I hate that. They're even talking about... Um, I love a good underdog story. They're talking about bilennial? Bi- biennial? Uh, uh, World, uh, World Cups and Euros. So every other year, there's going to be a Euros and a World Cup. That's more football. It's more football. Yeah. Uh, no, I, don't, is, I don't like it. Yeah, This is like Arsene Wenger uh, pushing it, by the way. And I'm sure he's being pumped money to do that, by the way. Yeah. I don't know. Can they're going to try to make all the legends. Like, I, I want you to, like, I would love to know if he would stand for this, if he was still managing club football. He, that's exactly the point I was thinking of. It's like, no, he's, and he's one, he was one of the biggest whiners I've ever seen in the Prem, by the way. <laughs> the guy would complain about how long the fucking grass was if it was a centimeter too long. So I, I know he'd be he'd be bitching for sure, um, and uh, Wenger, you know, I, I'm sure there's some puppet pulling this. I mean, the puppet master pulling the strings, and uh, it, it would be uh, just overkill, man. Uh, there's gonna become a point where players are just gonna start reconsidering their career paths and be like, nah, this is too much for me, you know. Yeah, and, and this comes on the heels of uh, Copa America uh, talking about how they're gonna be coinciding with the uh, Euros. Uh huh. Uh, like in in the years that Euros do it because it used to be two years. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, well, that makes fucking sense. You guys are going to be doing it two years still anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's stupid. One, you're going to run the players to the ground because yeah. players aren't going to turn down an opportunity to win a Euros, and it's also going to cheapen the significance of both trophies. 
Yeah, cheapen the significance, the, the statistics, and by that I mean like you know, there's current record holders for Euro goals. Right, you're gonna see like 25 World Cup goal scoring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Athletes. And like, truthfully, I never saw somebody breaking like Miroslav Klose's record uh, for most World Cup goals. Um, but if this were to happen, it's easily gonna. Oh, happen. that's gonna be shattered. Erling, Erling yeah. Haaland. He, he wants well, more goals and matches. Well, they need to qualify first. Whoa. That's a tall order for Norway. Yeah. They're not even a bad team. They're decent. There's uh, just a lot of... They're, they, their back line is shambolic, I will say. But their midfield and attack is okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so um, there is a situation going on in Brazil that I'm not 100% comfortable discussing. I just know that there's players that violated covid protocol to get called up or something like that yeah and brazil's like snitching them out because they had to leave early to their clubs yeah it's so dumb man i um, i'm telling you man i'm so over this shit yeah yeah it's um, it's, it's 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 managed to creep into every like crevice a, a quarantine period or some shit like that yeah uh, i'm not 100 percent with the details it, it kind of happened they canceled the argentina brazil game uh yeah like five minutes in or something like that yeah yeah they did who the fuck let that happen? <laughs> well, South America as a whole has handled that whole thing very poorly. But um, like Messi had a good point. We've been here for three days. Why did you have to wait till the moment we were on the fucking pitch? You know, it's like, come on. Um, but there could be some ulterior motives to it. Well, especially w- within the Brazil versus Argentina uh, relationship as well. Yeah. Or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, they they do have a, a strenuous relationship, but you know, you can only admire that. That's what uh, international rivalries are all about. But um, yeah, there's not too many of those other than uh, obviously Brazil, um, Mexico, and U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is there any of those like in Europe? Uh, from from what I understand, there is uh, some kind of rivalry between Portugal and Spain because of them being neighbors and also dating back to like, you know, uh, fucking conquistador, conquistador days. days and all that. Um, but after that, I... Uh, I know oh, Chile and Peru hate each other. Chile, Peru, and I think England-France is, is a small rivalry as well. Um, I don't know what the reasoning behind that is. Oh, I think it's the uh, same, like, like, conquistador wars, but having to do with America when, you know, the, the French... Crusades? Uh, yeah, and then when there was, like, colonies in the United States and, you know, the French mm. controlled Canada and the U- and uh, North... I mean, U.S. was controlled by England. So, I mean, yeah, there is, like those kind of rivalries but i know scotland hates england scotland scotland hates england scotland and ireland also go at it there i'm sure there's there's other ones as well um i'm just not too familiar with them if if you know if anybody knows some let us know do you think uh this might be a little um uh lacking in taste but do you think uh, germany and israel sheesh (laughs) um well i don't I don't want to say too much on that one because I'm gonna get canceled. But hey, let's just say they're not on the same on the same level to even be considered a rivalry, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, Vondeba, von, Uh But yeah, man. Um, um, speaking of Europe, uh, I guess we can talk about those qualifiers. Sheesh, I'll Any- be honest. I haven't kept up too much with it as mm-hmm. the games are pretty one sided. Not necessarily reflected on the scoreline, but in terms of competition, it's like. You know. There needs to be, I think, a qualifier to qualify. Yeah. We might have said this before, but <laughs> there's just too many teams that aren't very good. Kosovo, Macedonia, 
uh, Gibraltar, Andorra, um, San Martin, or San, you mm-hmm. know, San Marino, whatever the shit's called. There's just too many shit countries that don't really contribute to to qualif- to World Cup qualifying football, other than maybe adding a fixture where players, high level players, can get hurt, or um, or some shit, you know. Um, so I think I think they really need to kind of thin out those those uh those teams from the qualifying matches. Yeah, kind of sucks to say, but they need their own little tournament. I was gonna say that's that's one thing that I have enjoyed about the Nations League is that they separate the teams into tiers. Yeah, so it it kind of eliminates that. That would be an interesting idea to toss in the Euros, but but then again, all the teams. If you're really from Europe, everybody should face each other in theory. If if we really want that true realization of who deserves to be there. Yeah, but it, it doesn't make for great football, personally. A lot of the times, it's boring. It's one sided. Um, and how many times have we seen players get hurt for no fucking re- for just a pointless ass match? Or how many times do we see unworthy players bag worldies and hat tricks? And it's like, bruh, you're playing against Kosovo or Gibraltar or yeah, San Marino. Or yeah, it's like fucking hell. Like yeah, Ronaldo, Ronaldo with 100 goals against Andorra. Yeah, it's 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 mad. It's mad, you know. And and Messi doesn't have that privilege. I just want to slip that in there. So um, yeah. Oh, you mean the powerhouse Venezuela and Bolivia? Yeah, aren't aren't fighting at him? Do they beat a? Do you think they beat like Gibraltar? I mean, just you know. Oh yeah, those teams. Uh, yeah, uh, everybody beats Gibraltar, bro. There's only like twelve people there. <laughs> uh, apologies to any uh, Gibraltarian. Uh, ah, okay. <laughs> they don't even. They probably can't hear with that plane taking off right next door. Whoa! Hey, hey. There's there's like a like you know how we have like yeah railroad track stops. Mm-hmm. They have a. Airplane, yeah, like a strip, stuff. airstrip, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting country. If anybody hasn't watched a YouTube video on that country, it'll trip you out. Jib, jib. Um, Fun fact though, one of their only or their best club teams, the Red Imps, I believe they're called. They they <laughs> made the first. I think either was it Europa League or Champions League, Conference League, Conference League. Sorry, yeah, Conference League. So that, that's a little bit of cool trivia, and uh, we'll see what they're made of. I'm pretty sure most of the national team plays there. Oh, que aquí puede ver peligro latino, Panamá, 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 Panamá. Nah, corno. <laughs> uh, oh, whoa, never mind. Sorry, I forgot it's Mexico. Yeah. Ah, no, no, te, no te creas, we. They have patchy-ass grass. Good Apache. Lord. Man, in high school, we would have been loving to have that grass, though. I mean, I'll speak for myself. Our grass was shite, man. Yeah, same. Um... I, I do got a comment on the uh, Benzema Griezmann link up that's been occurring in these last couple of French matches. Yeah. It's simply wonderful. Yeah. Kings of Madrid. Kings of Madrid, all, an all Madrid affair. Um, I, you know, I'd be curious. I don't have the stats off the top, but I bank on it that those are the two highest scoring Frenchmen after Platini, obviously. Um, For the national team? No, no, that have scored like league goals in Spain. Oh, like for Frenchmen, you know, with the exception of Platini, I said, but, but yeah, yeah. Um, I also want to say that. What about Giroud? Oh, he's a well, and in Spain particularly, but oh, okay. oh Giroud, he's a yeah, he's a go kart compared to a Bentley, <laughs> or a Benz in this case. But um, I did also want to say I wanna I wanna also highlight a great connection between Memphis and Depay. 
because he's been. I think he's been the player of the this period of World Cup qualifying. I think so too, man. Like he's playing with a, he's playing with a ton of confidence. That's the main thing. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, the guy, you know, GQ status. He's got the tats, the fresh fade, the swag, the celebrations. Kind of jacked. Kind of jacked. Quality goals too. I might add, like it, it isn't just tap-ins or it's like volleys and you know penalties. Pen. Uh, uh, He's, he's learned from uh, Messi, to be fair, in his brief time there. Well, it's kind of sad. He says he, he never got to really share a locker room with Messi, and that feels, like, all sad and shit. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I mean, yeah, I think for me, he's been the player uh, of the moment currently. And yeah, uh, I've just been really enjoying him. Well, the, I mean, uh, the Netherlands have also been uh, uh, working with uh, or Van, Van Hall. Louis Van Hall's Red Army. He, he's been working with them, and they, they you know, they seem a, a bit more fluid and cohesive in the way that they're uh, playing football as well i love that he had his press conference uh, uh, did you see it oh yeah when the guy asked him about chelsea and liverpool yeah he's like uh, so you're trying to play a three five two and he's like you don't know what you're talking about uh, <laughs> you don't know what you're saying that's a bit messed up isn't it <laughs> it's funny because the camera slowly pans to memphis ah uh, ah uh, uh, sorry about that man. i was i was real, i was hoping i got through too man uh, sure um, no, no, because uh, Panama is closer to the U.S. in terms of points, so I, I, I'm rooting for Mexico, so we can qualify. Um, uh, what, what was I saying? You were talking about uh, Colby. Oh, the, the, yeah, the camera I mean, sorry, to, uh, to Memphis, and he's just having a laugh. He's drinking his water, and he's kind of just holding it in. Because yeah. uh, Van Gaal went, went in on the poor guy. Yeah. Not quite a Nigel Peterson-like, or Pearson-like, but... Uh, I, Damn near. Yeah, I kind of understand what the journalists meant, but in my mind, I don't consider Chelsea or Liverpool a defensive team, especially Liverpool. Liverpool, they, yeah. really, they really attack. Chelsea can be a defensive team. They know how to set up, and Tuchel is a mastermind at changing his identity. You know, he's like, he's like, it's like if he has that superpower where he can, um, you like know, mystique. just change into different things. You know, some more shapeshifter, shapeshifter. You know, so. Um, I will. I can understand where the, where the journalist was coming from, but if you want to talk about defensive sides, my 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 quick always. I always do this, and it's a bad habit. I say West Brom, you know, or like you know, there's teams that just come Big to sad, mind yeah. when you think of Burnley. a defensive team. But uh, but yeah, man, um, it's it's a uh, it's been a fun. I'd say fun World World Cup qualifying. I think Concacaf has been the most competitive, and then Europe, Europe has been what we'd expect, you know. Yeah, I don't think there's been any surprises there. I guess teams that didn't win as well as they could have, but yeah. for the most part, everyone took care of business, and uh, it's just like, all right, we're we're separating, you know, the guys that are going to make it from the guys that are going to end up staying at home for the World Cup. That that's really all it is, mm-hmm. well, all it's been anyway. Yeah, this is kind of like a test run too. I feel like for managers around the world. Um, you get your first taste of what the opponents are like in your region again, and now uh, the second the second wave will be there. Will, I think there will be a lot of adjustments um, for for all, a lot of teams. You know. Yeah, there's this also idea that's been floating around is like, why don't we just set a month aside to do all of the qualifying mm-hmm. instead of cramming three games here, three games there, or it used to be two games here, mm-hmm. two games there. What yeah. do you think about that? I I mean it's a good idea in theory, but a lot of pieces would have to move, and that would include Champions League pieces and mm-hmm. league pieces and FA Cup. I mean, it would really discombobble a lot of the the ways that are already set in Europe, which really, as much as people 
call people Euro snobs for this. The focal point of football at the moment is Europe by far. It's not even close. You oh you mean like in terms of the format, you know? I mean, we're not gonna like the MLS and their format and the way oh, when they play mean, seasons, yeah. that that's just irrelevant. But you know, the way that Europe is set up and when they play their cup games, if you notice like when Carabao is on, Copa del Rey is on, DFB Pokal, Copa Italia, all these uh, cups are on. So I think it would they would take a lot of changes and stuff. I don't know if it's possible. Yeah, it would be crazy though. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be a good idea because like we're only three games into the season. It's like boom, international break. It's like fuck, yeah. man. Come on. I think in terms of of how it affects the, you know the stop and go of of club football uh-huh. is really what 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 gets to people. Yeah, it does increase the travel too. I mean, it would be better just to knock it out at once, which makes sense. You know, but you also get more cohesiveness with your teammates too, yeah. more chemistry. And um, yeah, you also get to like enjoy mom's pozole for a little longer if you're like you know from if you're that an region. Bitch ass Mexican in whoa, Europe. Hey, whoa, <laughs> yeah, nah, but um, yeah, it would be interesting. Um, yeah, um, so I think that's it for the qualifiers. Any, I mean. I know we skipped a whole lot from Europe. We didn't really talk about that. It's not much to say, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, currently, uh, there's the groups are... I looked at the groups today. All the teams you'd expect to be leading the groups. There's about six six groups or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anybody that stood out, like, player-wise? Uh, well, for me, like I said, Depay was the most impressive. Holland's been really good. Um, Ben's Griezmann, uh, which you mentioned. Ferran Torres? Uh, I'm not too high on the cat. He's, he's kind of bummy. <laughs> ah, just kidding. No, he's been great, but... Um, like you can kind of see the potential there for a really great striker. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's there. I mean, and also coming off the last game he had for City, where he was pretty uh, on point. Uh, but you know, he's been good. Fornals has been very good as well. I mentioned that to you earlier. Um, now he's not only doing good. That dude Is looks that like Axel Witzel. I, I was gonna say that. That looks exactly like him. Playing for Panama, huh? Fucking hell, dude! I'm gonna have to look into whoever that guy is. Make that comparison later on Twitter. Um, that looks exactly like him, huh? Um, but it's yeah. not just because of the hair, people. No, yeah, hair, tone, uh, kind of facial structure. But, yeah, man, um, no, it's, I think that would be it for for uh, for Europe. I'm trying to think of South America, but, like, I haven't really watched too much. And I, it's don't, I don't think much happened because no, of the whole. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the whole corona thing. That's just going to get crazy, man. But is anybody, like, really good right now other than Argentina and Brazil? And I feel, like, personally, they're no, not No, South that America great. has dropped a bit. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Uruguay is always the third for me. <sighs> I mean, they have Fede Valverde. Uh, our boy, Weston McKinney on Chipotle. Uh, man. He's going to lose that sponsorship. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. My millions. All because he wanted to... <sighs> I ain't going to say it, man. I don't want to infer. I don't want to infer. But, uh... <laughs> hey, man, like... You put all the bullshit aside, though. Great player. I mean, for for the U.S. level, you know, great player. Weston McKinney. Yeah, yeah. Like, you he's lose a big out on fucking a lot. loss for them. You lose a lot. Imagine he bottled that shot. Ah, uh, <laughs> he probably did, and they cut it right there. Yeah, um, um, but but yeah, I feel like uh, South America, like Uruguay. You can think of like maybe three or four good players. Two of them are fucking old. Uh-huh. Um, but after after those three, it's a big drop off. I agree. I don't. I don't think anybody's close. Peru's going down. They had their little generation. Chile's kind of going down a lot too. Chile is like way down. They're down bad. Uh, Venezuela is always in political turmoil. So. You know who's decent? Colombia. I will say. I guess. I guess they're pretty good at, at producing players. Du- yeah, they have Duvan Zapata, Luis Muriel. I mean, Luis Diaz, uh, who's playing at Porto. They still have bits. um. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jerry Mina. Jerry Mina. They also yes. have uh, Davison Sanchez. Hamith. 
James, who uh, we, like that guy's gone. But missing. he always shows up for Colombia, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Once he puts on that shirt, it's like a ten plus boost. Still have uh, they still have Ospina as his stance, who's okay. He's not. Eh. He's not great, but for Concaca, I mean, sorry for Conmebol. He's like Squadrado still getting call ups. Oh yeah, dude. How can I forget? That's my favorite Colombian. Um, yeah. guy's a beast. Uh, wasn't there the guy that got signed to Tottenham? Cristiano Romero? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, so, yeah, they have a pretty good little factory I going think on. those top four is, yes, those are the guys. Uh, but Bolivia, Venezuela, uh, uh, Paraguay. Paraguay. Paraguay's never been great, man. They've never really amounted to shit. I remember they made the World Cup a while back, and it was like a big deal for them. Yeah, when we had uh, uh, Salvador, Salvador Cabañas. Oh, uh, I say we because uh, I'm in America. Cabañas, yeah. Saturnino Cardoso. Um Jaido uh, Valdez. I mean, they, yeah, they had a team. They've had they've had players. Chile was also Ecuador also sucks. Oh well, they, yeah, I was gonna say they're they're not too far though. I mean, they have a decent. I mean, they're 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 below Colombia, but after that gap, I think they're very close to keep catching up there. Just because of certain so? players. Yeah, they have um, a few players playing in the Prem right now. Um, or um, they used to have Ener Valencia, but now there's this guy playing for Watford. He's pretty good, and obviously they have a good amount in La Liga. So and Liga Mekis and stuff. Oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah. where they, yeah, that's where a lot of South Americans go. Um, so yeah, let's just do a preview on the league matches that are coming up. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess your preview on the match for uh, USA versus Honduras. Oh, this is like a live preview. Um. U.S. win two nil, or as we like to say, Dosa cero. <laughs> Vamos carajo, gigantes de Concacaf. But you guys yeah, only drew twice. It should be a comfortable win, I think. Uh, it should. It should. It should. And the last two should too, right? Uh, Maybe not Canada. Canada, that Canada was a lot more justifiable than than what happened with El Salvador. But uh, we Honduras, lose, Honduras should should be cake. Two, three, one, zero. Yeah, something like that. I wouldn't be surprised at a one zero though because. We just we're that's lacking just, a lot of That's creativity. just how the fucking break has been as well. Yeah. I that it has. I. Um what else? Uh so yeah, let's do a league preview. If there's nothing else that you have to get off your chest as far as the qualifiers go. No, that's pretty much it. Alright. Um so we'll move on to match week four for the Premier League. Good lord it's back. Thank goodness. We start off on nine uh, eleven moment of silence. All right, uh, so um, Crystal Palace hosting uh, Tottenham. Come on, Crystal Palace. Uh, Tottenham are in first, right? Three uh, wins? Oh, yeah, they are. I think they were last year, too. Three wins in a row. Uh, do you think Do you think they'll get their fourth win in a row? Yeah, I think they will. One and zero again? Yeah. <laughs> it's the Nuno way. Um, uh, yeah, I see a Tottenham win. Word. Okay, next match. Is uh, the two teams in the bottom. Right. Relegation battle. <laughs> Arsenal versus Norwich. Um, Arsenal's got to win, right? Yeah, they have to. Like they they, they got to. Arteta's getting sacked if they lose, though, I swear. So part of me kind of wishes they'd lose. Because I want Arsenal to fire him and then realize that that wasn't the right answer. <laughs> I really feel that because I've seen too much vitriol tossed at him, you know. Uh, but in it's theory, nonsensical. But that's that's a that's the fan base that was Wenger out for like five years, yeah. and when they finally got him out, 
They never even it, reached that level. Again. They they haven't gotten anywhere near that level, and they're still they're still uh, uh, they're still suffering from that ill made decision. Yeah, yeah. Although um, the writing was on the wall with Wenger, in my opinion, like yeah. Well, he he was there for a good while, so it was it was a lot more pal- palatable. The key too was, and Wenger knew that when there was a time when Arsenal sold a share of the of the club to another investor, that the same amount of of um, you know investment into the club wasn't going to be there in terms of transfers and stuff. He knew it was his time to leave, so he left at the perfect time. And whoever has it now is going to have a tough time to get them back to that level. But well, I say Arsenal win. Did we ever talk about the rumors of uh, Arsenal getting bought out by? Yeah, but you know they're very they're very rumory, like they're not concrete. But I'd love that. Oh look, Ethan Horvath is he gonna start? That'd be nice. I oh no, I got the at, starters. Oh, oh, I have it here. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's Matt Turner. Yeah. yeah. Matt Turner. Oh, Pepe, finally. Hell yeah. Yeah, this team's a lot different. Very different. A lot, much more MLS heavy, and I don't know how I feel about that, but <laughs> we'll see. Um, is this a must win? Uh. I guess yeah. If you want to, if you want to, I mean, if we lose today, the dream's not over. But it'd be nice to just leave on the high, you know. After just all, our, just everybody, be. shut the fuck up. Ah uh, yeah. We we we, we beat on mighty okay. Honduras. Uh, everybody, shut the fuck up. We can get a win. Um. All right, Brentford hosting Brighton. Uh, I'll take Brighton. Although, uh, you know, Brentford's manager and his team, they've been showing that they're, you know. We're the opponents. I just think Brighton have too much class, you know. Trossard, Grob, you know, Malpai, Graham Potter, who's up for manager of the of the month, actually. So, yeah, not bad. Brighton are actually. What, what place are Brighton in? Do, do you have the table there? I can get. it. I think they're kind of they're kind of high up there from what uh, a lot of the pundits have been saying. Um, oh, just the start of the year. Yeah, I mean it's early, but you know, they. I don't think they've lost. They're in eighth place. Oh, okay. uh, they got two wins, uh, one loss. Oh, okay, they're they're higher than City then, or they're tied with they're, City. They're tied. Yeah. Just City have more goals. Ah, shock of that. Yeah. Uh, so next match is a uh, Leicester hosting Manchester City. Mm-hmm. I'll take City, and that's Leicester City. Me too. Uh, yeah, I'll take a two-one win for Leicester. Something like that. Braced by Vardy. Yeah, uh, Stefan and Ederson aren't going to play, so Scott Carson, the legend, is uh, filling in yep. in between the sticks. Um, but beyond that, uh, I feel like City are missing some players, right? We're still missing De Bruyne, Foden. Uh, we will be missing the players that you just mentioned. Uh, uh, Laporte actually Laporte. isn't He actually isn't as injured as I thought. He played today, so, you know, it's like... Uh, Oh my! Uh, uh, Kate Abdo, behave. <laughs> um, but yeah, I there is a good amount of players, but they should still be beating Leicester, shouldn't they? But it's it's a way. Yeah, and Leicester's a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Leicester's also a good team too. They're not they're not no slouches. That's a that's a bum franchise, Ernie. I think so. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> nah. mm. Ricardo Pepe. <laughs> Uh, they have the same amount of points, two games won, one game lost. So mm-hmm. obviously, there's a huge goal difference. Uh, uh, Leicester's in the red, right? So moving on from that, uh, Manchester United hosting Newcastle United. Mm-hmm. I'll take United, Newcastle. That is, 
Whoa. For the draw. Whoa. 1-1. One, one. Whoa. Uh, I'll take Manchester United. 3-0. Uh, 3-0. And uh, let's not let's not ignore the fact that uh, Papas. He's home. Making his... Uh, his re-debut. He's, he's only 42, but he's home. <laughs> no. Nah, I'm just kidding. He's not 42. Almost. The bloke looks like he's 29. Let's be honest. But, um, I mean, in terms of his shape and, well, how well taken care of he is, I mean. Wonders what Botox can do. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, uh, your, your result is more realistic, but I've noticed United play to the level of their opponent. It's I feel like it, it tends to happen too often with those lot. They did it with Southampton. They did it with their, their last opponent. Although they, uh, Southampton, I think they went at the very Hold end. Hold on. I, uh, I think I'm watching the wrong game. That's Lewandowski, not... Ah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, this cat actually has a beard. <laughs> so he's a little he's a little fresher than him. Um, nice bag of tricks. The Frisco, Texas native. Vamos, Ricardo. But yeah. Uh, next match, we have uh, Southampton against West Ham, the Hammers, who... Are off to a good season, I would say. Um, I have West Ham winning that. Uh, yeah, Southampton, uh, they've gotten a couple of... Uh, wait, have they? I'm not even... I know they got one favorable result against United. Come on, man, United. Oh, they have two draws and one loss, so... I think uh, West Ham are the better team. Yeah, yeah. Mikel Antonio is currently the best player in the league, as it stands. In terms of stats, you know. It's that, like, um, goal scoring? Scoring and assisting. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I think him and, and uh, who's the other guy? I think Bogba's kind of up there, too, because he's actually assisted quite a f- He's leading in assists right now, Bogba. But if you combine both, is you know. But it's very early. Um, Tottenham are first place, so that's how you know it's early. Um, <laughs> that, that should all change soon. I mean, it's in their DNA, isn't it? Um, next match, another London team, Watford against Wolves. All dubs, but who's going to get the dub? I say Wolves. Yeah, Wolves are playing really good football right now with uh, Bruno Lage. They, they are. I'm uh, really impressed by the way they play. Yeah, and Jimenez uh, is starting to pick up his form. Uh, obviously, Traore is starting to look more like himself. Mm-hmm. Trincao, I think, has been a massive pickup. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I like that team. And once Podenche finds his, his, <laughs> his niche in that in that offense, I think um, they'll finish like I mean, higher than I expected them to. Oh, yeah. Oh, Podence is, is trash. Sorry, I forgot. Well, Pedro Neto is out for a good while, and he still can't well, get a spot God. on the team. Podence is, for me, is like an 8. Or, sorry, not an 8. Like a 10 or an 8, almost. Well, he does yeah, wear the like, 10. Like, like Neto. Well, very, Neto's very... more of a winger, though. But, I mean, he can play in, in various spots. Okay, so. fair. But, I mean, you still have uh, um, Neves. I mean, oh, the, guy, the guy just can't find a, a solid spot on the team. Come to City. So maybe when someone gets injured, uh, you know, Podenza can, can he, come up. He and can count his lucky stars. He can do something. Yeah. So I'll take Wolves uh, 2-0. Not bad. Over Not bad. Watford. I'll take Wolves 1-0. Uh, next match, uh, Chelsea-Villa. I'll take Chelsea uh, 3-1. I think they're just a powerhouse right now. I mean, and and their fans they claim that we should uh, we should be scared we should be fearing them so I don't know what your thoughts are on that I disagree strongly whoa I mean I know Chelsea fans are kind of braggadocious very chest out they're feeling themselves right now but there's oh, a lot like, yeah. I mean I think they've been the cockiest fan base this year by far I haven't seen this from them in a while you know Tuchel came and just fucking lit a fire under them you know yeah respect but you know somebody's gonna humble them uh it's not gonna be villa unfortunately and uh yeah yeah three one for me yeah um 
Leeds and, and Liverpool, huh? Who's going to take the L, though? <laughs> All right, I'll let you go first on this one. Uh, Leeds are. Right, right. They've had a brutal start to the season, though. They don't look, they don't look sharp right now. I don't know if it's due to new additions or Well, losing. they've been playing. Well, the, I think they're more or less the same team. More or less. They, they kept Jack Grealish. Uh, they kept Bamford. Why did you say Jack Grealish? I mean, sorry, Jack Grealish. I'm oh, thinking oh, of Jack Harrison. Jack Harrison, I was like, sorry. Wait, where, like, like, are you taking the piss? No, I'm, I am tripping. Yeah, I was, uh, it's because like, uh, Jack Harrison was also City. I'm just like, sorry, Jack Grealish. He's yeah. just rent-free, you know? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they did keep most of the same players. I know they they did add some players, though, too. Though I'm just forgetting who it is at the moment. Um. They got someone at the end of the... Oh, they got uh, Dan James. Dan James, and they got another bloke, too. But Dan James is a big addition. I can't wait to see what he can do for them. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, I don't know. Leeds, uh, I'm sure I'm sure Bielsa will figure it out. And it's early. You know, it's early, but... Ah, uh, John Brooks. Yeah, and, and again, they've had a t- really tough start to, to the uh, beginning of the season. United, I think they played also somebody else that was a pretty... High up there. Um, leads, 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 leads. Oh, no, not really. They played Everton to a draw and then Burnley to a draw. Word. Yeah, and I that's, guess it's not too bad. They they haven't lost the games that they shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, but with, with Leeds, we'll see them go up and down all season. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be too worried about them. These guys, man, clowning <laughs> around. See, uh, this is this is biased, man. They should have some. They should have some Enduring reporters up there. It's all <laughs> Americans now. Um, it's just we're just watching the pregame. It's Aguchi, Onyewu, Marie Sedu, Clint Dempsey, and uh, Charlie Davies, cancer survivor. For those who don't know, uh, testicular cancer in particular. So I'm happy to see him on the big screen. Um, next match, we have Everton Burnley, two teams that have played leads. Good lord, uh, do we even care about this fucking game? Ah, oh, come on. Put some respect on Rafa Benitez. Papa. Everton fans don't even respect him. Oh, come on. Because he's former Liverpool. But they'll learn to love him. I'm going to make you love me. <laughs> as uh, Tyson said. But <laughs> Don't finish that quote, please. Uh, don't finish that. <laughs> I'll do it. Nah. Yeah, but nah. Everton should win. If not, they should fucking... They should, like... They're going to spend the whole night at the pub. Because you shouldn't be losing to Burnley. Especially with what they're going through. I mean, I'm not going through anything bad. It's just they, they've been playing really bad this season. I, I think they're going to get relegated. I, I hope they, so. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, so uh, that's the end of the uh, uh, Premier League uh, preview right. match week. Uh, that's, it's actually a pretty good one. Yeah, not bad. Uh, not a good bad. way to come back from a... You know what's crazy, though? It's not really really big matches, though. Like It's not like a big team against a big team. It's like, finally, it's like a big team against small teams. Big teams, small teams. Yeah, like, team. the, like y- yeah. Except Leicester City. But these are the, the, the games that you might look back and you're like, fuck, why did I lose against fucking Brentford? Why did I lose uh, against watch these? His, yeah, watch Leicester hang five on us again. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, knock on wood, man. He's so, so good. Um, yeah, but he's not right-footed. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, so you want to do La Liga? Yeah, yeah, might as well. Might uh, as well. Uh, that's uh, Saturday, no? Yeah, uh, Saturday, uh, September 11th, a uh, moment of silence. Mm. Uh, Levante hosting Rayo Vallecano. Yes, sir. Did, did Rayo Vallecano just sign a certain Falcao? Ah, uh, <laughs> dude, you 
you just disappointed me, dog. I thought you were gonna say Matt Miazga because that's more of a crack if you ask me. But yeah, they 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 signed a few notable players. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I have Rayo winning one nil. Uh, Matt Miazga set piece goal. Levante's man. They're one of those teams that show up against the big ones, but against these these like teams on their level, they just kind of Stupid. They, they they tend to drop points. Yeah. No, uh-huh. they do, they do. Um, and I and I, but you know, it, this is a very unpredictable match. Two teams kind of similar level. I just give it to Rayo just because, just because. Yeah, just because. I kind of like that. I kind of like that uh, emblem too, or badge, I should say. And uh, Villarreal versus Alavés is postponed. Is it? Uh, Would yeah. you happen to know the reason or just because? No, it just says postponed. Yeah, I know. No, I was. I I didn't know that. That's crazy. And then uh, uh, Athletic Bilbao hosting Mallorca. Um, Bilbao. Who went to Mallorca? Was that the team that Matt Miazga went to? No, that's... Uh, thank you for reminding me. Matthew Hoppy. Vamos. Vamos, oh, carajo. That's right. But yeah. they also... They sent somebody else, too. But Matthew Hoppy is the crack there, so I'll give it to him. Yeah, so Bilbao, uh, 2-0. Bilbao's uh, pretty good. No, no, no. They, yeah, there's no shame. They're, they're, the they're, they're a very good team this season. It's uh, equipazo, tío. Sevilla versus Barcelona is postponed. That's a that's a big match, man. Fuck off. Uh, I don't know what the reason is. I just hope it's not COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, following us, September 12 is Espanol versus Atletico Madrid. Vamos Atleti. Oh, I love their new kits, by the way. I don't know if you saw the blue ones. They're good. They're good. I fuck with they're good. it. I, I might like have them. to get that. Uh, there's a lot of bad kits this season. Um, I'll this one's one of the better ones. I'm gonna have to get that Hermoso kit, bro. <laughs> yeah, and then people are like, "Why'd you get that kit?" Well, Hermoso, well, that's like, me. Ah, like no, but for real, why? Ah, damn. <laughs> nah, yeah, I think Atleti will win. Well, hey, the bloke's got colored eyes too, right? Yeah, and he's got, browns are colored too, so he's got blue eyes, right? He's got yeah, light colored, a buzz cut. Uh, unfortunately, I'm a little darker than him, but uh, yeah, something like me. Ah, nice. Nah, but uh, yeah, Atleti winning, but in a, in the typical Atleti way, one nil. You know they don't, they they don't score. Well, they much. got Griezmann back. So Greece. I don't know. I don't know, man. Fuck. I wish I could see them hanging seven. like three. Because Espanol is that. That's like relegation fodder. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not the best team. Um, but I think this is their first season back. No, because they were they weren't in the pre- in the top flight last season. If I could. yeah no yeah it's they're back. Yeah. They went down and came back up. Um. Yeah. You getting yeah. excited over a man taking off his shirt? It's Pulley God, man. Pulley God. Oh, you, you see what that means. Didn't do yes. jack shit. Didn't do jack shit, and you score a penalty. Okay, son. Whoa. Uh, next match, it's though. Bad. Osasuna, Osasuna against Valencia. Vamos Naranjas. I think Valencia. Valencia. Yeah, I'll take Austria. a two. Two By the way, uh, early signs is very early. I love I love what Carlos Soler has done this season. He's, he's looking really sharp. He's earning himself a big move. Big move. A bigger move. Playing good for for club and country. So uh-huh. he's getting call ups. Hey. Nice, nice set of hair. He's a little, a little cocky for my, for my taste. But hey, we all don't, love the little don't, bit. Of don't that. you like that? Well, I'm a Barca guy, so not so much. I want them to be humble. By the way, I hate these jerseys uh, that the U.S. are wearing right That's now. They're wearing bad. The, the red and blue. I thought that was a warm up. I thought so too. I, you'd think so, oh, right? Bad. Oh God, man, I ain't even gonna say shit. But next match we have Cadiz against Real Sociedad. Um. Uh, that's a good one. I'll take Sociedad though. Yeah, one zero. Yeah. Uh, and then f- 
finally leading, um, uh, sending off Sunday's uh, Real Madrid contra Celta Vigo. Mm-hmm. Wow. Celta plays good against Madrid, but I I think Madrid have enough to see it out. No in, no major injuries currently, right? I mean, from what I can remember. Everybody's no, um, fit. Cross uh, and Modric are still coming back. Oh, okay. Um, but other than that, yeah. Um, Camavinga might make an appearance. I'm not sure. That's right. I saw I saw him getting introduced the other day. Um, you know, it's crazy, man. Um, I, we talked about that a year or two ago. Man, not two, but a year and a half maybe, and it actually came through, you know? Yep. It's crazy. Um, yeah, so I see Madrid winning 3-1. Not bad. Not I getting see, clean I, sheets these days, unfortunately. I'll take 2-0, but I, that's, I mean, it's hard to say that because, you know what, I really like uh, Celta Vigo's uh, Santimina, young striker. Yeah, he's good. Uh, he's pretty good, man. I, I do like him. I, Iago Aspas still there? Or? I would assume so. Yeah, I yeah. think he is. So, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. I think maybe they might yeah, score he is. one. Yeah, he is. Uh, they might score one, yeah. But I think Madrid should handle fair, fair, you know, fairly enough. Um, but, yeah, next match, not as not as uh, great of a match. Getafe against Elche. I'll give it to Getafe. They lost Cucurella, but that's a sharp tooth team. You know, they have another guy ready to make a... a uh, a move and and maybe it could be your boy, yeah, the the Mexican guy. Was it Macias? Yeah, JJ Macias. Yeah, Macias. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll take Getafe. I think they're just a, a bit better than Elche, and too much. But I don't know if you agree. Yeah, with yeah. Yeah, I'll be watching Getafe a bit this season just to see if JJ Macias plays. Mm-hmm. And then the next match is Granada versus uh, Real Betis. Betis. That's a good one. This is actually a little bit more even. Betis yeah. is has a little bit more acclaim though. Pellegrini and Ingeniero, I think he's like more than a season in now, so he has a real good feel of his squad. It's hard to see him losing, if I'm honest. I'll take like a 2-1 win. Yeah, same. Yeah. So that's our uh, results for um, for uh, our preview, league previews. Yes, sir. Uh, anything else you got to get off your chest? Not quite. I not think quite. Uh, Champions League comes back next week. That's right. Oh, fuck. Let's, let's make sure, though. You're right. Tuesday, you're right. September 14th. Just one round of it, but uh, if you want to go through the notable matches, which, if I'm honest, like, I'd say probably each match is notable. Yeah. Um, young Boys versus uh, Manchester United. And we don't care about the young folks. <laughs> I'll take United. Mm. And Ronaldo's return to his tournament. Always. <laughs> nah, but we'll see. I, I mean, United are. Famous. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if United hung like twenty on fucking young. Jordan Pifak, American, who's on the roster here, is he plays for Young Boys. I don't oh. think he'll make it back in time for the trip to make the the lineup. But I mean, he might make it back, but probably won't be in the lineup for fitness or COVID protocol. But I see. Uh, yeah, United should win that man. No questions asked. Thevia uh, versus uh, Salzburg. That's a good one, man. That's a good one. Sevilla should take that though. Uh, yeah, I'll give it to I'll give it to Sevilla. The next one's a big one. Lamela's having a hell of a season so far, by the way, for Sevilla. He's been scoring. Yeah, scoring, assisting. The guy's looking really sharp. Uh, um, next match you're saying? Barcelona versus Bayern Munich. Listen, Bayern aren't as good as they were in previous years, in my opinion. Lewandowski's older. They lost Alaba. Uh, uh, a lot of people are asking if Sule really is the guy after that injury. I mean, really, their only bright spots may be Nabri, Sane, Kimmich, Goretzka. And I don't... Neuer's aging. They haven't quite found the, the replacement keeper. Uh, Alfonso Davies? 
he's all right. Uh, he's all right. He uh, did get injured, which is why he didn't play against El Salvador today. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he'll be back. Regardless, though, I've been more impressed by how Barca have been playing despite losing the best player um, in the world. It would be a good barometer to see how good Barcelona really are. Yeah, because, and I, you know, there's a little bit of pride after what happened last year. Yeah. You know, and so I, I, I think it's going to be a good game. I have a 2-2 draw. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, another notable one is uh, uh, PSG playing against Club Rouge. Bruges. I'll take uh, PSG. PSG. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Easy money. Uh, Manchester City playing against Leipzig. That's not a bad match. Not a bad match. I'll take Leipzig 3-0. Jeez. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> nah, nah. Nagelsmann's a hell of a manager, though, I have to say. I, I, I am a big fan of him, and if Pep left today, that'd be one of my first candidates that I want. Is it Nagelsmann at Bayern? Oh, he just left them last season, huh? Yeah. Fuck. Fuck Bayern, man. They fucking take everything. We can't have shit, man. <laughs> Anyways, City 3-0 in that case. If Nagelsmann's not there, <laughs> perdona. I, I think City are... So does really that change your perspective on the Barcelona-Bayern match? Nah, not yet, not yet. Yeah. I do like Nagelsmann. I think he just hasn't had enough time to really put his imprint on that team yet. Uh, but yeah, City should win that. You know what game I really love? Liverpool against AC Milan because of the history. That's a good one. It's a great one. Yeah. I uh, obviously Liverpool are the better team in my opinion, but I'd love, oh, I'd love, I'd love for uh, for Milan to upset them. George Bello, Nigerian American, uh, for those who don't know, number twenty one on the U.S. right now. Another dual national, nice, fresh. That's that's the American pep, bro. Don't sleep, <laughs> dude. There, he has the same mannerisms as him. It's crazy. Uh, Greg Berhalter in, by the way. That's my stance. Uh, U.S. fans, comment below. Let me know what you think, man. <laughs> you guys are something, man. I swear. Scuffed He's been getting a right lot away. of hate. You know uh, what's another good it's one? not completely unfounded. Atleti against Porto. Two Mexicans yeah. going at it. Herrera, Tecatito, who we just saw. Two dirty teams. Whoa. They, they do play. They do play like that. And I love Luis Diaz from Porto, too, man. I love the way that cat plays. I wanted him at City. Nobody's pulled trigger on him, surprisingly, but um, uh, let's go Pepe. Let's go Pepe. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll take Atleti 1-0. And they really gave that kid a 10? Did they? Nah, they gave him a 14. Well, that was a 10. N- really? I could have sworn that was a 10. Uh, if it is, that's crazy because he's that good, though. <laughs> Keith Pierce said he's as good as Lewandowski, right? <laughs> oh, we're going to be I on your head I don't here, Pierce. Uh, I don't think he, that's what he meant. Ah! Uh, oh no, that was a uh, Pulisic. My bad. <laughs> um, another good match though. Your team, Madrid against Inter. Yeah, Madrid should clap though. Let's yeah, uh, Inter's not the same team. They've lost a lot of their players. They lost their best and they player. lost their manager, which I think is even more. If I, more, I would say just as, if not more important, than uh, than losing out on Lukaku. He's a great player, man. Obama, 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 Obama. Uh, ah man, the U.S. is just all over Honduras right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah, should be the way it should be. All right, so yeah, that's the end of our preview. Oh wait, I didn't say uh, Real Madrid a three-one, another three-one. Yeah, yeah, same, same. Madrid's gonna win every game. Oh, que cerdo, hijo puta! No, 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 no. That's Ty- a red. Tyler Adams is a that's dirty a, ass. That's a red fucking yeah. card. Who knows where you learned that from? Fucking Bundesliga dirty bass. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> nah, uh, Adams is one of the dirtiest players on the U.S. Oh, I mean. that's dirty, bro. Banquito. 
Like, what did I do? What did I do? Fuck, yeah, that hurts, man. Um, yeah, so that's the end of our preview. Uh, anything else you got to get off your chest? Ah, oh, man, I hate I hate when you ask me this. No, I like it when you ask me this, but I always know there's something I'm forgetting, but I just don't have enough time to remember. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited for League Play to be back. Nothing much else I can really comment on. I guess something noteworthy that did happen, um, not crazy, but... Ferran Soriano, uh, one of City's chairmans, stepped out of the European Conference or like one of the elite uh, UEFA commissions and has been replaced by Daniel Levy. So, so let's just throw that out there. I don't know if there's any significance, but that happened. And that's all I got, man. Yeah. Sacaron todo. All right, cool. That, that was a pretty beefy episode. Um, two guys, two mics, two pints. We'll be back next week with episode number 62. And uh, take care of your mentals and take care of your chickens. Bacock!